G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A little earlier this week we were talking about the momentous occasion that happened last weekend in the United States and that was the appointment of a new justice to the Supreme Court in the United States. Uh, Earlier this week, we're also talking about just how significant that might be for the whole world, not just for Americans, but for the whole world, including what happens here in Australia. Significant because it seems to be a turning point in what we call the culture war. Well, let's get some more details in an update on how significant this decision has been. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch back with us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks for having me. Uh, Bill, you've been writing about this whole issue through the week. It truly is a significant thing, uh, not only for the US, but really the ripples that it sends around the world. Yes, well, it's always been the case that uh, if America sneezes, the rest of the world catches a cold, uh, for good or ill. You know, what does happen in the States tends to filter through. Uh, so a lot of bad stuff as well. We know of uh, America often amongst the first to do a lot of stuff that we should not want to emulate, whether uh, things like abortion laws or uh, Uh, early divorce laws, California amongst the first jurisdictions in the world, Roe v. Wade on abortion, 73. When we do things like this, other parts of the world tend to copy or follow suit. So, yeah, the uh, appointment of judges is important. They have a life term. uh, And now we have effectively five out of the nine who are you could say of a more conservative bent or at least more keen on uh, adhering to the Constitution, making up things as they go along. So um, that could indeed uh, have a lot of implications for many key issues, whether homosexual marriage, abortion, you name it. So, yeah, the culture wars are impacted certainly in America, and that will likely have a flow-on effect to much of the rest of the world as well. Is it a fair enough thing, Bill, to speculate that the abortion laws we have in Australia today and uh, indeed the vote that we had uh, that brought gay marriage to the fore uh, late last year may well be because in some sense uh, Australia follows the lead of things that have happened in the US and therefore uh, we have these things here because of uh, things that have been out of control in the US. That makes it very significant, doesn't it, if the tables begin to turn and something goes back the other way. Is this something mm-hmm. we ought to be hopeful about for an Australian situation? Yeah, well, it's a good question. As you rightly said, a lot of the bad stuff that America gets itself into we tend to follow. Uh, so if they start doing better, uh, will we do the same? Uh, Trump has been a, a real fight back to much of what's been going on for so long. 
Brexit in the UK. There's been different kind of resistance movements around the West, tired of things as they are. So uh, to the extent that Trump has now got two uh, uh, justices appointed already, uh, he's got still two more years to go in his term. Uh, some of that fight back, if you will. Well, we're having even politicians in, a, in Australia today who are kind of looking to Trump as, you know, this is the, the model we need, somebody who's going to stop playing the political games, stop being part of the established scene, uh, maybe drain the swamp a bit. So uh, certainly it should and will have an impact in Australia, how far they go. Uh, remains to be seen, but I think a lot of people are looking at the, the turnaround in the states as well. Maybe it can happen here as well. And of course, these latest appointments to the Supreme Court in the U.S. relatively young people who are appointed. Uh, just a couple of years ago, it was Justice Neil Gorsuch. I remember having a conversation with you about him, mm-hmm. and now Brett Kavanaugh, and a relatively young man. And you see those photos: uh, him and his wife, and he's got young children. Uh, he's yeah. likely to be there a long time, and yeah. the decisions ab- about. Uh, the Supreme Court that are made now, with younger people being appointed, uh, these have potential to last for decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, for good or ill, this, these life terms certainly can have an impact. As you say, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, they're both in their early 50s. Uh, in fact, the oldest of the five conservatives is Clarence Thomas. He's 70. However, on the other side, some of the Democrat appointments are getting up there. Uh, Ruth Ginsburg is 85. Stephen Breyer is 80. So chances are, uh, even in the next two years of Trump's term, possibly those two may need to be replaced, whether they pass away or, or you know, just retire with too much old age. Uh, there could be two more openings. So uh, even as is, as we say, with the quite young conservatives they should have an impact for a long time to come and if we get even a third or a fourth well that's uh, well that's the bottom line why the democrats have been so absolutely irate and hysterical over the last few months they know what's at stake they know how important the supreme court is and that's why they fought tooth and nail and dragged up everything they could find i mean i'm surprised they didn't blame kavanaugh for the black plague and a few other things but um so yeah it's pretty momentous stuff and uh, it will have a flow-on effect elsewhere Sometimes when you uh, talk about extremes and the extreme measures uh, that the Democrats went to to uh, try and smear this man, uh, there's this thought of overreach, of overstepping the mark so far that so many people saw through that actually may in fact be a benefit to the Conservatives. Mm. And of course there are some midterm elections that are coming up. Uh, Thoughts from you, Bill, as to how Conservatives may well feel empowered uh, by mm. the by the virulence of the attack that came against uh, against this uh, this justice yeah well obviously uh, many uh, not just the republicans thought this whole thing was a bit of overkill i mean the things kavanaugh had to go through to finally get confirmed was you know nobody else has experienced that much whether fbi checks there were some five of them uh, all the investigations all the probes uh you know this was in many ways a real witch hunt and a lot of ordinary americans are kind of appalled and say wow 
what depths will the Democrats go to to play games, to get political advantage, to get power, even if it means seeking to destroy a man's life, his family's life, his career. So, uh, as you say, there are midterm elections coming up in four weeks. Uh, This could galvanize that as well. At the moment, they're all held uh, by Republicans. The Democrats are hoping to gain maybe the House, maybe the Senate. But uh, after this kind of debacle and looking at the power plays of the Democrats, their willingness to resort to anything to get power, uh, hopefully, uh, it may uh, turn the way of the Republicans in four weeks' time, and uh, they will consolidate the uh, majority they now have. Bill, the fears of those on the left, those Democrats, the progressives, that somehow or other now uh, this new appointment will cement some sort of challenge coming that may overturn the Roe versus Wade abortion case and then even uh, proceed on to uh, challenge the issues with same-sex marriage. Do you think those things are on the agenda? They are on the horizon? They are in the planning of perhaps uh, Republicans, Conservatives? Uh, Is this the sort of thing, the the direction you think the U.S. is headed? Well, uh, that was certainly the hysteria of the Democrats saying if uh, Kavanaugh gets in, you're going to lose everything. Women will be forced to be chained into their own kitchens and not be in the workplace. You know, just one bit of nonsense after another. Nothing is going to change too radically. Immediately, the Supreme Court is a house of review. It looks at cases given to them. Uh, You know, at some point, it may arise, the whole issue of... uh, uh, abortion, but nothing is planned immediately that I'm aware of. Uh, Kavanaugh certainly has no intention to overturn anything overnight. He's committed to, uh, as a good jurist is, to look at cases presented him along with the other eight and decide from there. So there was a bit of, uh, uh, well, making things up as he went along with the Democrats' scare tactics. However, interesting as we speak here in. Uh, Australia, the high court, is looking at a case of uh, free speech and standing in front of uh, abortion clinics. So, um, you know, that's uh, interesting here at the moment that we're looking at this, and something like that may arise in the States as well in the days ahead. And no doubt when there is some decision on that uh, bubble zone case that you're referring to in the High Court, uh, we'll be having some more discussion about that. Uh, The idea of hatred and bitterness, uh, these sorts of things that seem to mark uh, the progressives who are agitating, demonstrating on the streets whenever there is some sort of issue now. What is this saying, though, Bill, about the way that conservatives are not necessarily out on the streets and matching demonstration for demonstration? Is there a need there for conservatives to be more public in the way that they think about the issues that are being debated? I think Republicans, conservatives certainly need to be involved in the battles of the day, but we tend to do it differently. We realize these are wars of ideas. We need to have good arguments. We need the facts and figures. We need to present our case. That's how you're supposed to do it in democracy, and sure, that's what Republicans need to do more of. But sadly, what we've been seeing now for quite a while in America and even here in Australia is really mobocracy it's the rule of the mob um the left is you know they've 
long ago given up winning the argument. In fact, they don't want to win the debate. They want to shut down the debate. So instead of uh, getting in uh, discussions with those they disagree with, they simply try to shout them down. So we've seen that here, just like in the States. A conservative speaker might come to a college campus. What do they do? They try to prevent it from happening. They uh, blockade the place. They try to turn away people who want to listen. And we've been seeing that in the States quite a bit. It's getting more and more violent, more and more harassment, intimidation, bullying. It's getting quite scary. Uh, In the old days, like I say, you, you debate. You sat down and you had a war of ideas. But today... Many on the left are just so, uh, you know, they've given up on that, and they just want to, uh, you know, shout down the right of others to speak and uh, often use intimidation and force to do it. And it's a clear reminder with the developments of the past week that a lot of the biggest battles are actually resolved or not in the courts and uh, the courts are politicised, and I don't know that anyone's talking about how our High Court may well in any way be politicised. Perhaps that's a discussion that needs to be had in times to come, but certainly the idea of Conservatives now outweighing the progressives in the Supreme Court in the United States is very significant. Let me point people to the latest articles that Bill Muhlenberg has been writing. You simply can go to BillMuhlenberg.com or you can Google Culture Watch one word and find some of the latest articles Bill has been writing. Bill, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.